You're listening to Kicking It with John and Greg. One's a real estate agent. Oh, man. We're definitely editing that out. The other is an all-world punter for your Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, you can. Why can't you say that? We'll just wait. We'll see. I think you can say that. I hope you can. Powered by Seahawks.com. Now you never know. Well, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I am sure. You never know until you know. And I know. Welcome to another edition of Kicking It with John and Greg. Join here as always, with my good friend Greg Woodman. What is up, buddy? So uh, we we took a week off last week. Um, we did. Someone had paternal leave I, uh, without pay. You I used you don't <laughs> don't pick up your paycheck for the podcast last week. It's I, not in the mail. I used. Uh, I really want to uh, just say thank you for the uh, one week of uh, maternity leave that I got. No problem, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, hey, congratulations. You had your second kid. Yes. Little uh, Savannah. Savannah James. Savannah, Savannah James. James Woodman. And, uh, yeah, so. Is it named after James Taylor? Um, James Vanderbeek. No, <laughs> better. <laughs> Even better. Jonathan Moxon. <laughs> I just wanted to keep it, you know, this podcast meant a lot to me, and we've talked about that, so I figured good old James Vanderbeek was a good middle oh, name. Oh, that was a great one. Um, Dawson well, Leary. Oh, man. He was dreamy, wasn't he? That was who was that was the show that uh, what's what was the that was like kind of the intro to Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes, Woo. she was Dawson's Creek. Uh, Josh, uh, Joshua, uh, the kid from Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jackson, Jonathan, Jackson. Jo- Jonathan, Joshua, Jackson. Joshua, 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 <laughs> Joshua, Joshua, Joshua Jackson. I love that show. Dawson's Creek. Yeah, loved it. Mm-hmm. That was like right on Friday night when I was in high school. We'd we'd watch that and go drink and. <laughs> Go drink a Colt 45. <laughs> Honestly, my memory's of high school right there. Colt 45 and Dawson's They're Creek. only $4. We didn't have a lot of money. so Get Summer's in Regina. <laughs> Summer's in Regina right there. Right there. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. Um, so you had a kid. Yeah. And but when you hear about it, how, well, how, does that, how does that happen? So, well. I assume it started nine months ago. Uh, it did. It did. Well, there's actually, uh, well, there's a couple of things. Well, so how it actually happened was uh, not anything like I expected. When really? we had the first so one. the second one. I thought, you'd, second, I thought you'd be through it all. So the first one she had, we had a kind of a rough time with the first one, and she was on uh bed rest for about six weeks and for four of it she was actually in the hospital wow which was rough it was super rough but when they finally got to a certain point they said okay well we're gonna induce you so you uh you know we just have the baby and uh there wasn't anything you know it wasn't like uh you know where you see on movies or tvs or whatever it's like oh my water break i'm having the baby like we gotta do so it was just kind of like we started and then we kind of went through the process at the hospital and and then we had the baby um so this time, this was last Tuesday, um, we're sitting there, she, you know, the doctors tell you basically, um, until you start having contractions, like, uh, that, uh, every five minutes for an hour straight, like, don't call, because they're just going to send you home, like, you know, they're, they're like a baby factory, they just want you in and out, they right. don't want to, they don't want you sitting there when it could take, you know, a day or two to go through that, so she, um, Tuesday night, she had called her parents down earlier in the day, just because she was like, it was her actual due date, Parents drove down to watch Scarlett, our other daughter, and uh, by the time, by like 11 o'clock, she was like, man, I should, I feel bad, I shouldn't have called them down, like, I, I don't think anything's happening, and then about 11.30, she kind of started to, started, they became a little more regular, so it was about 12.40, 12.40, she had had them 
for every five minutes for an hour straight. So she goes, okay, we need to call the doctor. So I called the doctor. They said, we'll call you back in 20 minutes. 20 minutes goes by, and she has went from, like, realizing that this is going to happen to, like, she's starting to get in pain. Like, and I, right. I can see it. So I was like, so 20 minutes come. We don't hear anything. Like, 20 minutes on the dot, I call back, and I say, hey, look, the doctor hasn't called. I need to know what to do. She's in pain. What's going on? So they said, okay, well, we'll call him again right now. So... As that's happened, I can kind of see her, and I'm just like, you know what? We don't have time. Like, we're going. I just, right. we got to go. So that took, you know, 15 minutes to just kind of, like, say goodbye to Scarlett, um, get our stuff, and get ready to go get in the car. And then by that point, she, she went from, like, she was really starting to be in pain. So this is, we left our house at one one eleven p.m. or a.m.? A.m. We had to go to Seattle. So by the time we get in the car, like she's starting to have contractions where I mean she is she's screaming and she's in so much pain. My wife does not swear. My wife started saying swear words I've never even heard before. <laughs> she started putting. Can you say, can you say them all right she now? She kind of started putting words together that I was like, oh my god, like this is so crazy because it's just not who she is. So she's like, you need to get me there now. And so at this point, I'm like, it's one in the morning. I'm through. I am driving. I'm flying through Renton. Yeah. Get on the freeway, hit 520, and in, like right before we get to. Uh, no, sorry, I-90. Right before we get to the, uh, where we're going across the water, she starts having one. She's like, if I have one more contraction, I'm going to have this baby in the car. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, no. And so I'm not, well, you know, I don't think you can do anything about this post-haste, but I was going probably about 105 across I-90 um, trying to get to the hospital because she's screaming. And I'm like, I'm hoping that a cop's there. I'm like, please help me get to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to get pulled over I don't right know now. what's happening. And so we get to the end. And then it, there's construction at night, and it goes down to one lane, and I get Stop stuck it. behind a semi. Stop it. And I was like, oh, my – and my wife – and I can just see the look in her eyes, and I'm like, oh, my God, we're so close. I just have to get through this one bend, get around, get on I-5, get off the hospital exit. And I've been there multiple times. I mean, like, all of her appointments were there. I know where I'm going, but I'm panicked at this point. She is just – she's screaming. I'm nervous. I don't know what I'm doing. So you're driving with one hand. You have the catcher's mitt in the other. <laughs> ready? Ready? You're ready just in case. Just, and I'm just like, please don't. Like, I, I just – you know, I'm like, I'm we're almost there. Please, just hold on. So I go and I pull up. And, like, now I've panicked and I don't know where I'm at at the hospital. I can't remember exactly where to go. So I see these, like, construction guys. I'm like, hey, where do I go for the hospital? And one guy's like, oh, over here. So I go and I pull in, grab the ticket. I run into the garage and I pull, like, right up to the door. And all of a sudden, I look around, and I'm like, this isn't right. We're not in the right spot. <laughs> and I go, oh, my God. And I go, babe, just wait. And I run inside. Oh, like, you left? <laughs> I'm like, this isn't it. This isn't the right place. And I, she's like, so she, at this point, she's gotten out of the car. I'm like, get back in the car. <laughs> she, this sounds like a bad sitcom It's right awful. Now. And I see the look in her face, and then, you know, and then some very choice words. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm panicking. So I, at this point, she's screaming at me. It's one, like. 35 in the morning and that same construction worker kind of comes running he's like no wrong place like over here so i pull up and then i go i go okay so i go to go out and i put my ticket in the thing and it says go back inside and pay for your parking <laughs> and i'm like oh my god this can't be happening so the guy comes up and he's like you need to go over here i'm like i go hey man i go i i, I can't get this thing up there's no call button or anything and so i'm like can you lift it so he just ripped the gate <laughs> he lifts the gate up Love so it. we can drive through that guy saved us i don't know your name but if you by the very small his chance name was james and he thanked you for the middle name james is yes james he uh so we pull out i whip around then i am like i see where i need to go i pull right up into the front of the hospital 
park my car, grab her. We come running in. She's screaming. The guy, the security guy, just is like, ah! And so, like, he gives her a uh, uh, <laughs> a wheelchair. This is unbelievable. No, this is this is it. Like, I can. I, so we get there, and she like was in between contractions at this point. So we get up there, and we go into the uh, little. Um, the where the reception for the baby area. I don't know what the heck that's called. Where they make babies. Where they make baby. The baby factory. Where the stork comes. So so we pull in and so like you know we come in and I come like you know basically like kicking through the door and I'm like my wife needs help <laughs> like somebody right now and we're and then you know and I'm sure they see this all the time and they're like they're like okay calm down, calm down yeah. and relax and at this point it is one. 42 a.m. So we made it there. It took like 30 minutes to get from our house to there into the hospital. We're there. And so my wife was in between contractions. So she's like calm at that point. And so she's like, what's your name? And she's like, Aaron. She goes, your last name, Woodman. And she goes, um, and what is uh, your date of birth? And then a contraction started. And my wife, my wife slams her phone on the ground, throws her purse and says, somebody can help you <laughs> right now and she and everyone and all of a sudden everyone just stopped and the lady was like okay i'm gonna and she grabbed her into the bed goes let's just take a look at what's going on right now and she like she what's what's going well, on she, a baby's coming out of me <laughs> i can she, tell you the what problem is and how, how to solve it how far along there is and she she so she checks and she goes you are 10 centimeters fully dilated in stage three. She's like, we have to go right now. So like they like all of a sudden, like 10 people are just like running around. They bring her into the room that she still has her sweatshirt on, <laughs> whatever. Two contract or three contractions, baby's out. It was no. nine, nine minutes from the time we walked in to the time the baby wow. was born. Yeah. Nine that minutes. That is crazy. It was so insane. I nine. mean, it was just such a oh. blur. Some people are in there for, like, pushing for 24 hours. Yes. Nine minutes. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, it's a good story. You can tell your child. So she had no, like, no drugs, no nothing. Like, she, and so she, because that's one of the things my wife was asking for. She's like, I need somebody to give me something. Yeah. And, like, the one girl kind of gave her this false hope. She's like, well, we'll see what we can do. So she kind of had this thought that she's like, oh, I'm going to get something, like, some small you know, whatever it is. And then once she got in there, the doctor's like, yeah, that's not going to happen. You're just going to have too to late. do this. too late. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was, it literally was what you, like, in a movie, like, we almost had an I-90 baby. An I-90 baby. I-90 baby. Thank God for James Taylor lifting up that gate. <laughs> yeah, James, James Vanderbeek. It wasn't for James Vanderbeek. It just happened to be, Pacey was at home, sleeping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he, and he just happened to sneak out Such down the ladder and open up the gate for you. Oh yeah, it was it was just one of those things where like after it happened, <laughs> that's a blur. I was in such shock and like so it, it happened so fast and the baby was like do, or the doctor was like do you want to cut the umbilical cord? I'm like ah, nah, no I don't know I'm like just do. I, did you I, on the first on, on the first, first one daughter? I did the first one like it was like it was a totally different process. This happened so fast it was unbelievable. Wow. And I feel, you know what, if you're going to do that and, and do it, I, I mean, I know that it was really stressful, but I, I guarantee way, you. That's the way to go. A lot of people, that's <laughs> trust me, they would rather do that yeah. than do that 24 hours of labor. Oh. And I mean, it was one hour of, I can't even probably ever comprehend the pain she was in, but then it was over and done with, and that was it. And everything went in, you know, everything was uh good and she was healthy and baby was happy and yeah it was just absolutely crazy wow 
Yeah, I mean, that is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it really was just one of those, like, it, I, I don't have any memories of how it happened because it was just such a blur. And, you know, like, I... I it's stressful because you don't want your wife to be in pain, and I knew she yeah. was. I mean, I could just. It was. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that'd be hard to see see your wife in that much pain. Yeah. You know. I mean, why she's super calm and never never like that. And I mean, and she was she was a whole different person. That. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, well, it's, not, it's not funny, but it's you know. Yeah. In hindsight, you're like, wow. I told her that. I said, I, and I even told her because she didn't remember swearing when we got to the uh, when we got to the triage area, and I was like, no, you should. The ladies, like all these ladies, just stopped what they were doing. I mean, I, I, so she's basically laid down and. Yeah, Baby came flying yeah, out. Sweatshirt still on, like I mean, she didn't even. I mean, she didn't even have it. Like basically, just just pants came off. Baby came out. So obviously, that was her it. parents weren't there yet. No, they were with Scarlett. They they. Oh, they, they, they were. Okay, thank gotcha. God, she had called them. Because yeah. if she wouldn't have called them down, we would have had to try to take Scarlett with us in that oh, whole thing. And then she was. I mean, she'd been traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> her, her, her calm mommy just throwing f bombs at everyone that walked by. Well, we'd have to one explain, like one, try to keep her up all night, like, and then two, yeah, explain to her that she can't use any of the words that mom has yeah. said for the last hour. And then you'd have to explain, and then she, well, then she'd know exactly where babies. I will from, tell too. you this: the first time I've ever been scared of my wife was when I had pulled into the wrong building and had to turn around mm. and face her again, and I just went, no. <laughs> like, oh no, this is not good, like. I should just like I, I'm like I knew I was in so much trouble. Oh, telling her to get back in the car that was awful. <laughs> get back in the, oh my god, so bad. Oh. After she finally waited and made it to the hospital, and I'm like, just get in wrong building. Wow. So I, how 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 was week? How was two weeks with a with a new child? And it's been it has been awesome. And I mean, my wife is incredible. Like I kind of have been. Um, working through it you know i've been i yep. i've so uh she this this i i feel like i i would have to ask her too because i feel like this has been a little bit easier than the first one she eats and sleeps and i mean that's and she sleeps well um you know i know my wife's tired so you know i've been i've been spending a lot of time with scarlet which has been really cool too like we've been you know it, it's it's i think that's the one thing that's kind of hard is when you have a five-year-old she's you know she's used to being the center of attention for right. everything so she's excited to have a sister but then just trying to learn that dynamic of like as people come and they want to meet the baby you know making her not feel that uh you know that she's not important so that, that i mean that's been a little bit of a balance and honestly i'd say that's probably harder than the babies than savannah herself she's been good although um i have i know you have a real aversion to changing diapers we've talked about this yep. before like you <laughs> didn't you say you gagged over a pee diaper i, get, I, I changed my niece <laughs> so like john change um who was it grace i'm like oh yeah sure i can change a diaper so i'm like okay i'm gonna do this so i i I start dry heaving. As I, as I take off, I start dry heaving, like hard. So I wrap like a towel around my face, and I change her, and just like, I'm like, I'm, my eyes are watering. I'm like crying because it's so terrible. Did her all back up, and it was just a pee. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how bad I can't, I, I can't do it. Like, I can't imagine if there would have been that, you know, that little baby mustard splatter all up her back. <laughs> so, so, um, my... For some reason, I don't know what it is with this one, and I and I've asked her a couple of times with like, because uh, this baby eats a lot, and so there's a lot of accidents or a lot of a lot of uh, movements. But for some reason, my wife just keeps not changing her on the 
changing pad. Like, she'll just find random places to do it, and they've all ended in disaster. <laughs> but one of them, like, I'm home. Oh, and here's I, Greg's suit. Let's just change it on top of this. He won't mind these mustard stains well, up and down the back of it. You know where's a good place to do it? Let's change it in his car. <laughs> yeah. What about our white carpet? Let's do it on there. <laughs> so... I'm sit. I, I I'm home, and this she's home for like two days. And I honestly, I did think of you because I go. I could only imagine if John was in the situation. Wow. So she goes to change, takes the diaper off, and uh, like the movie Problem Child, projectile, oh. projectile yellow mustard, three and a half feet high. Hits Aaron in the chest Whoa! and all the way, all the way down. And I'm standing there going, "Oh my god, did I really just see that?" Just, I mean, it was like a movie. I mean, it couldn't. I, I've never even heard of that. Just, <laughs> and she was changing her on our bed. And I was That's like, "Oh, what oh. it's like to have a child." Again. It is. It is. We have two of them now. We have two. Well, one of them doesn't. Are you gonna keep going? No, that's it. That's it. That's it. Are you getting snipped? I think so. <laughs> I honestly do, because my, my wife was like, well, maybe. I'm like, no, I'm done. I'm, that's it. So anyway, so yeah, so that was it. So one, uh, one, of the, uh, one of the interesting things, and this was kind of a joke. Uh, I don't know how much of a joke, but uh, so it's very interesting. So my baby's a redhead. Your baby's a redhead? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> and this will be the last episode of Kicking It With John and Greg. It's been good, guys. <laughs> I saw that and I go, I go, uh, huh? Really? Huh. Interesting. Huh. I'm gonna. This is uh, this podcast will be fun next week because I'm not a redhead. <laughs> I don't know, bud. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, she so far looks like look like she's gonna be, and it's just it's so weird to me just being like, oh well, I, that's that's she's one of the chosen ones. One of the I, my I'm wife doesn't sure think it's funny when I say things like oh man I've looked at her and I've been like you have no soul and she's <laughs> like that's not funny Greg I'm like, I think it is uh, it's amazing all right so let's uh let's change this. so that was the baby story that, it was, man, that, that's a that's a heck of a story Greg. it was it was pretty good it was yeah. uh it was, and really the the moral of the story is that um placenta really breaks in a ball glove well. <laughs> That's the uh, that was, that's where we were heading with that whole story. You right? know where we should segment to the that? Best oil you can put on that thing. Where you should segment? Let's, I guess we're gonna have to talk about the Mariners. Mariners now, now yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mariners, what? I mean, that, I mean, I know people are probably disappointed. I mean, everyone's disappointed that they didn't make the playoffs. Yes, but I think they've come a long way. They have. It's just so hard. It's so heartbreaking. I, I, it's so. But the big thing for me is they played 161 meaningful baseball games. True. When they haven't done they that were in, in it yep. right until the Saturday. That's very I true. Mean, yesterday was the last game of the year, and it was the only meaningless game of the whole year. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, just for that, as a fan, for a guy that has an 80-game season ticket, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes me, it makes me happy. Yeah, you no, know, and that's I think true. you know if you and then I'll I'll always in baseball you always look back and you're like, oh, that one game in April. Yeah, you know that game that we gave away to Houston and. Whenever, it's, you know, or whatever. You know, you look back and you're like, two games is like 162. And it's like two games. That could have been two at bats. That could have been two pit. I mean, do you feel like it's different in uh, like football? You have you have 16 games. One game makes a huge difference. Yeah. Me your whole season where it's like you could look back and be like, that one game very specifically was like this changed yeah. our whole year. Where there you could be like you. I mean, you can't even remember that right. many games. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, because we, we literally play – one-tenth the amount of games they play. You know, they play 162, yeah. we play yep. 16, which is like, 
that's why every NFL game is such a huge deal. Yeah. You know, it's that's why the, the crowd is on the edge of their seat for three hours, whereas baseball, this guy's reading newspapers and you still don't miss anything. Which, yeah. Which I love about baseball because it's so much different than football. <clears throat> like Pete, Pete said once, he's like, winning one football game is like going on a 10-game winning streak in baseball. That, that's a – that's a really cool. That's analogy. how much yeah. or lo- you lose two in a row. That's like losing twenty straight baseball games. Wow. You know, it's, yeah. That's how much each game means. But it's funny baseball. You know, a lot of people that aren't into baseball like one hundred sixty-two games is too much. You know, but for me, a guy that loves baseball, I'm like, oh, it's perfect. You know, and I think you look at it now with like the the five teams in each league making the playoffs with the two wild cards, and it goes. It comes right down to game one hundred and sixty-two. Like yesterday, there was still shuffling. There's still things going on yesterday across the league that uh, factored into the playoffs. Yeah. The last game of the year, you know. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, like, that's why that's why baseball fanatics love it because it's still, you know, sometimes I'm like, if they could, if they played 300 game schedule, it would still come down to the last day somehow. I still know, think what we were talking about the last show, though, it is a little weird when you do that and you take 162 games to make it into a one-game playoff. Yeah. And then, it, once again, your whole season does boil down to one game. Right. But they are exciting. I um, did you Would you rather them do that, the one-game playoff, for, like, a three-game Best out of three. It's tough because then you're almost penalized in a way for for like winning. Like the team that like are, are they're sitting at home for like four or five days, and usually when a team sits at home for yeah, five days, they come out and they end up losing. Yeah. I don't know. It, it just I, I like I like it because it's good for the fans. Because like I just said, it kept so many teams alive. Whereas like if it was like the old way, it would have been two weeks ago, the, game, the season would have basically been over. Did they change the uh, Did they change the All Star game, or is that still beside the? It still decides home field advantage in the playoffs, or in the in the in the World Series. In the World Series, yeah. What do you think of that? I mean, I think you have to make it something. You know, I mean, you have to make it like it's hard to like what what like because you want a good game played for the fans. Yeah, but isn't that the the only? Isn't that the only game? Isn't that the only All Star game that has anything to do with anything that actually affects your season? Yeah, I like it. You do? I like it. All right, because it makes it have a little bit of meaning. Like look at look at the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I mean, every, it's like every yeah, player the, the, in the that's NFL. The one sport where football is the one sport where it's like you can, like, I don't feel like most of the times you go out on a baseball field and worry about your career ending. Where in right. football, every game, every play, good, it could end your career, and especially in the shot. Pro Bowl when you have the best of the best. Right. I mean, you know, you take some of those guys in that game, and if they're playing full board, I mean, like, how? Why would you want to lose a player for the next year over something that you right. know meaningless? Yeah, no, I that's I understand that. It's funny because every player wants to be named to the Pro Bowl team. You know, it's like it's everyone's like one of everyone's personal goals. They all want to be Pro Bowlers, and nobody wants to play in the game. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's so true. Nobody wants to play in the game. So and I, mean, I agree. I remember the, the. But also, have you ever seen the NHL All Star Game? It's terrible. It, it's always like twelve yeah. to nine. Uh, the well, NBA, then the NBA. NBA is just like one hundred and eighty six to one hundred and eighty four. So I mean, it's like. So frowned upon if you play defense in that game. Yeah, it it's is a waste. And I think the pro the Pro Bowl is actually better than either of those like, games. I feel like basketball would be like one sport where you could play. Yeah, and you're not really really. I mean, you don't the chance people don't of get hurt that very much minimal. for ball players. And, and you know, one thing I like about the NBA playoffs though is I like and, and same with the same with the Pro Bowl. They don't, although you don't get to see it for some reason. I don't know. It's not. I don't feel like it's as televised as like the. The NBA has done a good job of all the skills competitions, mm-hmm. and I think that I mean the the, the three point shootout, the dunk con, those are fun to watch. Like and like I think that even the NHL does a really cool one yeah. too, where they do like the speed skating and like the the shooting. They do the, the home run derby is a lot of fun though. That home run derby is yeah. awesome, and it would be cool if they did other stuff too. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't know, I don't out know. throw, yeah. outfield throws, and 
Yeah, see, they tried to get that going in the NFL a few years ago. And they had like a bench press contest, and they had like the kickers do like basically a game of horse. Oh yeah, okay. It, none of it, none of it took off. I liked the watching the ones where I mean, where they'd have like the quarterbacks throw like well, that, know, with the moving targets. No, that was and back stuff. when they used to have the quarterback challenge. The, cou- the, the quarterback, quarterback challenge club, was the quarterback cool. Club. Yeah, that was I remember fun to watch. They used to be a video game too. It was like one of my favorite video games. You had to go through yep. all the drills. Yep, great game by the way. Well, let's well, somehow we we really went off there. But is there anything else you want to say about the Mariners? I mean, I think uh, there's a lot to look forward to, man. They have a good like. If you look at the middle of their roster, it's it, I'll put it up against anyone. When you have Cruz, Cano, and Seager, yeah, three guys. I mean, Cano. I think Seager ended up with 99 RBIs. The other guy were both over 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Cano finished with 38 home runs. I think it was 39. 39. I think so. 39. I think he had, yeah, three in this last weekend. And then um, Cruz, I think he had 40 something. And then Seager's, you know. That's the nice. Middle, the, if you have that core, you're going to have those guys together, I believe. I mean, for sure, Cano and Seager. I think uh, Cruz is in there for a while, too. I th- but you, know, you, you, if you can build, you, know, you just have to build a team around those three guys. Are they, and are they getting to, uh, my, this is my question, and I don't know, I, I, because I, I, there's sports I follow a lot more than baseball. Uh, where, for age-wise, I mean, a couple more years <laughs> of peak they're in their 30s. Yeah, they're all know. in their 30s. You look, at, look at Cano and Cruz, but they're still having great years. Yeah. You know, baseball players, they can play into like, you know, their mid-30s like and still be and in still the prime. Be, yeah, but okay. I, it reminds me of, of... Felix is kind of getting, you know, around 30. And that's the thing. I was like, Felix, man, he's been here forever. God, I want to play in the pl- I want him to get to play in the playoffs. I want him to get a chance to pitch multiple games because I think he would just be amazing when he gets that opportunity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Having those batters reminds me of the early '90s Mariners. I mean, just having power in the in those like rotations. Buner, Buner and Martinez, Martinez and, Griffey. and Griffey. It was. I mean, Man. those three were amazing. Yeah, that, that that lineup was scary that year. They won 116. Mm-hmm. 116 and 46. Like, think how good the Cubs are this year. Cubs are the best team in the regular season, I think, by far. And I think they won 103. That was, like, that's I, not even good. That's not even close. I can't even. Remember. So who was all on that team? That was Ichiro. And that was 2001. Yeah. I, I don't even remember who was on that team. I followed the mid-90s Mariners more than I did. Because that year was just kind of out of nowhere. Really? Because they, they weren't, I mean, they, they weren't, they, I mean, that was, they had. They were kind of in, in limbo. And then all of a sudden they just have this ridiculous year where it was, I remember the, the theme that year was like two outs don't care, or two outs doesn't matter. Um, and we had so many games that we came back and won or that were, it seemed like every game that was within a run, a one-run game, we won, which just was – it was crazy. But, like, those uh, – Pat Borders, Dan, Dan Wilson. Dan Wilson was still here then? David Bell, Brett Boone, Boone. Carlos Guillen, John Allrude, oh, Ed Sprague. Johnny. You had Ed Sprague here? Mike Cameron, Jay Buhner was still here. Mike Cameron. Al Martin? Yeah, right. Ichiro. It was not – Edgar Martinez was still DHing. I mean, it, it was a good team, but it's not. It wasn't like all stars all around. But at the same time, we had a ton of all stars that year. We had right. we let that was the year we we uh, Jamie Moyer, Jamie Moyer. That wow. Me. I mean, you look at you look at the roster, and it's 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 a solid roster, but you don't think of 116 wins. No, at this roster, not you know? at all. I mean, you don't look at anyone being like, man, there is that is just how did they put that roster together? It's not that it was a team that just played so well that year. When you look at the mid 90s, you look at. Randy Johnson, Edgar Martinez, Ken Griffey Jr., Alex Rodriguez, uh, Joey Cora, um, 
uh, who else were on those? I mean, those teams were like stacked. Like the, that's when you know the, those those teams were so fun to watch. Right. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I love about baseball is just everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really I love baseball. And, you know, I grew I grew up a Blue Jays fan, and they did they did make the playoffs just barely. Mm-hmm. They're, they're playing the wild card game yep. tomorrow night against uh, Baltimore in Toronto. That's gonna be I, those games. Those games are super That's, cool to watch. I, I love playoff baseball. When you watch the, the game is played completely differently. It, they run out every foul ball. They run out everything on the field. Every every ton of balls hit. They run it all the way out. After like the fifth inning, they start matching up pitchers. You know, they'll use they'll use eight or nine pitchers in a game. They'll go through the whole bullpen just to start matching up righty on righty, lefty on lefty. It's funny how they don't even. Uh, you know, and the game is so intense. Like, could you imagine if they played 162 games like that? It'd be it, they couldn't do it. <laughs> they couldn't. They couldn't do it. You, you watch playoff baseball, you're like, man, this it's is a totally different game. It is because totally it, it is same with it's, basketball. Same with playoff basketball. All of a sudden, yeah. you know, well, after you get out of the first round, usually the first round right. isn't very good. But it's the same thing. Like, where once you start getting these teams together and they play in these things, like, it's incredible to watch. It's fun to watch. I mean. I think that the Mariners have some good things coming in the next couple of years. I do too. I, you know, I think the. I don't know a ton about their farm system, but I think it's a little thin in the pitching department. They need they need some some young pitchers to come in. Yeah, but I mean you got that uh, that Diaz kid who's I mean throwing a hundred and one. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a, a really good closer. I think uh, you know, we're, we're close. We're we're a couple they're, they're of them. We're we're, we're we're there. We just need. I, I man, I really hope that we can. I mean, we're we're spending the money. We're the team. We've got some you know real talent. Now we just got to turn it into playoffs. I've already renewed my season ticket. All right, so I got that going for me. He got nice. that, got that going for me. We 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 played a football game last night. What? What? Yep, in New York. That was awesome. It was a good game. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I'd never, you know what? I'd, this is my eleventh year in the NFL. I'd never played the New York Jets in New York before. Really? One of the last teams I haven't played on the road. I played in that stadium four or five times against the Giants, the Giants. In the Super Bowl. Yep. Never played against the Jets. It was good. It was good. You know, it was. Uh, I think these teams really. You know, you're starting to see. You know, it's always hard to tell the first couple of weeks. You know, you see teams lose, and you see teams win. You're like, well, how did that team win or lose? It's like, yeah. well, it's still. You know, yeah, it's not quite their team yet. You know, yeah. the teams haven't quite find their find their groove yet, or some teams haven't found their identity yet. They don't know who they are. You know, and I think that you know going into this bye week at three and one is is good. I, good. you know, everyone wishes we were four and zero. Calm down, we all do too. If any, <laughs> I, you know what? Honestly, three and one. After three what was it? Good. Was it? What was last year at this point? One and three. Yeah, didn't we start off like two and four? Yeah, it was two, not good. Like so that. this, this is uh, this start off zero and two. Yeah. So <clears throat> the big thing is for us is it, it's. I mean, for a West Coast team, it's hard to travel east. Yeah. You know, and when we play at home, <clears throat> we're really good. You know, playing in front of the 12, playing in that stadium, it's really hard to come in here and win. It's really, really hard to come in here and win the playoffs. Yeah. So that's why Pete always stresses just own the NFC West. They showed. If we can win the NFC West and we start hosting playoff games, that's how we're going to get to Super Bowl. Yep. You know? And, I mean, I'm not saying we can't take our show on the road and get there, too. We can. It just makes it a lot more difficult, as you saw last year, when you have to go to Minnesota, playing zero degrees, come back here, travel across the country again. We came out. Yeah, I mean, it was clear. We came out flat. Yeah, you know, be down thirty some nothing before we, we wake up, and then we, you know, we, we played great in the second half. Yep. It's just you know those playoff games too. You know, this take a toll on you. Oh yeah. I broke my entire face in half. <laughs> <laughs> 
going to Minnesota, and I broke my face in half. Oh, man. Do you think that that would have hurt more had it not been negative 100 degrees? Probably. You just probably couldn't feel your face? Well, you have a a redheaded daughter now. You will realize that they don't feel pain the same way. (laughs) They really don't. Redheads don't feel pain the same way as the rest of you normal people. Why is that? You normals. Why is that? You why? I don't know. Redheads have a higher pain threshold. Okay. It's right. a fact. Look it up. Wikipedia the crap out of that. I don't know about it's a fact. It's a fact. Fat be a someone fact check me. It's a fact. Well, okay. Opinion? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it, it's like as a fan watching those games, I don't know what it is about like just when anyone picks against your team or whatever. Like so I was watching the the Fox crew before they went on and like, you know, they always do their, they do their lock of the week and then their upset of the week. And like, they're, you know, most of them have their lock and then like three or four of them pick their upset of the week as, um, the jets were going to be beat them. And it makes me so, and then as soon as the game's over, I want to be like, you're wrong. Like you don't know yeah, what you're talking yeah. about. Like, like, oh. it's always the worst. We go into a state, almost every stadium. But you know, when you go, when you come in on all the buses, you know, because it's obvious that we're on our, we have three or two or three, or four, but whatever how many buses we have, yeah. they're like, please escort. You know, there's 15 cops all around it, yeah. and you drive right through the other teams, like basically tailgate party. Mm-hmm. And there's certain cities that are worse, but every city's pretty bad. But the Jets were the worst. The every single fan up on the curb, two middle fingers <laughs> in the air, right at the bus, yelling "F you!" You know, all the all the kids are beside their dads. Their dads, you know, it's the finger. The kids have their thumbs down. And then I just I love like coming on the bus on my home. I was like, you just see them sitting there. I just want to like Ugh. just roll down the windows and be like, "Huh? I didn't like, hear you. Well, like, wh- where are you at?" You think after a while you'd get over that, you know? Yeah. Well, that's uh, I think it's part of what being a fan is. Yeah, that's right. That's what. Because I, I, you know, you take it so personal. Because this is like a job. This is our job. Yeah. And as you take it so personal, you forget it's like they feel that they're, they're that's their job to be fans. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't get mad at them, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. But I do. And I hate you. <laughs> just so you know, I hate you. The yeah, it's just it's. It, it, I will tell you this: like there, there's a lot of interesting things uh, going on in the league already. I mean, just yeah, just a couple all- of teams. I mean, what the the. Carolina's one in three. Uh, Arizona's one in three as well. Arizona. You know, I think, I'm not going to lie, I think the Super Bowl hangover is real. I do, yeah. It's real. Now, uh, Cam Newton has a concussion. Mm-hmm. I mean. He probably got one the first game. He just, Those yeah, hits he took were man, bad. Really bad. You know, you were. But it's weird to see him go for, and, and those hits were tough too, but I mean from, I don't know. I mean, I, I thought that that year was so lightning in a bottle for them. Because they hadn't done that before. They'd been good, but not that good. And then, like, it's now, I don't know. In my yeah. opinion, I feel like it's kind of the coming back to earth of that year was lightning in a bottle. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Uh, you know, that's, that's the thing with the NFL is they could, you know, they could easily win out their last 12 games and be 13-3. and three. Well, it's, it's <laughs> you know, crazy, it's too, a, when they're talking the about, like, uh, you know, you go 1-3 and three and, you know, your season's over. Or, or But it's like, it's not. It yeah. Just statistically, it doesn't yeah. happen very often. most teams that start off 1-3 and three aren't that gonna, good. Aren't going to win 12 in a <laughs> like row. Last year, didn't we start, whatever we start off, and they're like, the odds of you guys making the playoffs is 9%. I'm like. But it's not. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Yeah. Because those other teams that started off 1-3 and three don't have Russell Wilson as their quarterback. Yeah. They don't have Cam, Earl, Sherm, and Jeremy Lane. Yeah. You know? They, they don't have Michael Bennett. They don't, they don't have John Ryan the punching, time, the, punching Mar- those balls. They don't have – that's what they always say. 
those talking heads that I always say. I would say that, that honestly, what what really has held the glue of this team together for the last four years, none of the it's John Ryan. Absolutely, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I I, I I couldn't agree with you more. We need to get you like a hundred million dollar contract. Nah, I'm happy with what I got. <laughs> Just a hard working guy making a living. Oh. The there is, there is a lot of and now they're you know Tom Brady's coming back now. Yeah. I mean I I'm impressed they started three and one. Yeah. With I mean what is did you see it just cracks me up seeing for like Rex Ryan against Bill Belichick. Like, man, he you know, they have they're playing their third street. Yeah. He he treated that, you know, like like it was the super he just was like, We expected to win. Oh, we man. Rex, Rex Ryan cracks me up. I I really like Rex Ryan. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I really like the guy. He cracks you know, me up. I think I guarantee you, if he has 53 guys in that locker room, they would run through a wall for him. Yeah, there's they love. I guarantee you, they love him. Did you see? Did you see when he they had that video of him hopping on the press call with uh, uh, Amendola? Was it Amendola or what's the, what's the other receiver's name that uh, they, Edelman? Edelman, when he was, they, they said he might play quarterback because they didn't know if the other. So they they were doing the the press was interviewing him and he came into the room and he he kind of leaned in and he's like, "You playing quarterback this week? This is so and so from uh, <laughs> Buffalo Inquirer or whatever." So he starts answering the question, but it's really him. Like he's just it, he does have he seems like he has fun. He definitely enjoys uh, it. Yeah, I mean I know some people hate him, but I like the guy. He I cracks me he, up. He, he cracks me up. But yeah, I mean there's always an interesting story. I mean and now the NFL is so covered. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so well cut. Co- I don't know if it's well covered. <laughs> it's just covered by so many oh media. Oh my gosh! But- it's uh, dude. I found this website that I was like, I was looking at things, just kind of seeing if, uh, you know, th- there's so many of these fan sites and stuff, and I'm just like, this people. This one site. I'm not even going to mention you because I'm not. I don't. It, you make me angry. Don't, don't advertise. I won't. But uh, it, it, like every one of their headlines, it's about the Seahawks or whatever. But it's and then it's like these like clickbait like oh I hate those this this player's injury could derail the whole season or they need and I'm looking and I'm like every and it's written by this just like guy who yeah. I'm like you don't you're not even a reporter like what do you 